Welcome to another edition of the RPAC Rundown Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Jones. This week on the episode, we recap some featured matchups we covered from last week, and we also have a guest join us, Mike Tinas, head coach of the Hitchcock County girls basketball team, will take some time to visit with us. As always, go to rpacrundown.com for anything RPAC related, like our weekly blogs. We'll take a break. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast. Webb's Oil Field Service would like to wish area athletes the best of luck this season. They are an oil field service company serving southwest Nebraska and northwest Kansas with oil lease and drilling rig services. Webb's Oil Field Service, located in Cambridge. At Scouts Recreation, we believe in the value of recreation. We believe in having fun. We believe that the best memories are made while doing the things that you love with your favorite people. We have a variety of items from men's grooming products like Duke Cannon, golf equipment, camping goods, and our own apparel line. Check out the website, scoutsrecreation.com, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. A love for clothes with all the comfort for every day mixed with a little fun. Shop Onyx Native at shoponyxnative.com. Last Tuesday, Cambridge played host to Southern Valley for a matchup on the hardwood in a girls and boys doubleheader. The RPAC East rivals split the games with the Eagles taking the girls matchup and Cambridge winning the boys. Southern Valley dominated the girls game beating Cambridge 51-23. The tone was set right away by the Eagles leading 17-4 after one quarter. The key to the fast start was their pressure defense and physical play. In the second quarter, it was much of the same as the Eagles extended their lead 38-9 going into the half. In the third quarter, Southern Valley pressed forward and made the lead larger, and going to the fourth, the Eagles led 50-15. Cambridge did get some of their younger players' experience in the second half, and so did the Eagles in the fourth period. Cambridge had a solid game out of Elizabeth Kubik. She scored eight points off the bench. Mallory Springer scored five. For Southern Valley, they were led by Ann Bowes with 20 points and Addie Hunt with 18 points in the game. In the boys' contest, Cambridge clung to a narrow lead for most of the game and beat Southern Valley 58-52. From the get-go, you could tell it was going to be a physical game. There were times in that first quarter it looked like Cambridge might pull away, and after the opening eight minutes, they led 17-10. In the second quarter, the offenses really got going. Each team put up 17 points apiece, and it was 34-27 going into the intermission. There were a couple of times in which Southern Valley got within two points and really made life hard on the Trojans in the half court. In the third quarter, Southern Valley did cut the deficit ever so slightly, scoring 13 points while holding Cambridge to 12. We went to the final stanza at 46-40. In the fourth quarter, it was a back-and-forth affair. Southern Valley continued to make it interesting as they would not let the Trojans get ahead by much. It came down to a couple of timely stops for the Trojan defense and some made free throws that sealed the deal. Southern Valley was led by Camden Bowes. He had a big game with 20 points. Carson Tromke and Brady Allmeyer each had 12 points on the night for the Trojans. Brody Wood, though, was tough on the glass and in scoring. He had 20 points to lead Cambridge. Coverage of this RPAC Rundown featured matchup was brought to you by Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness, JBK Operating, LLC, First Central Bank, Amateurs Bar & Grill, Farmers National Company, Lori Harding, Real Estate Sales. 
Webb's Oil Field Service, Dr. Jesse Neal Dental Care, Crabelli Physical Therapy, Stalder Repair, and Aurora Cooperative. We'll take a break and then visit about our featured matchups between Loomis and Bertrand on Saturday. JBK Operating LLC is available for all of your oil field hot oiling, steaming, and well pumping needs. Contact J Webb at 308 340 0741 and see how JBK Operating LLC in Cambridge can help you. Good luck to the area athletes from JBK Operating LLC. Cambridge Supermarket is locally owned and operated. We offer fresh produce and quality cut meats along with helpful employees that greet you with a smile and are there to help you find what you need. Cambridge Supermarket, fresh hometown values. Saturday afternoon, Loomis played host to rival Bertrand for a girls and boys doubleheader. The Wolves were able to win both games over the Vikings. We begin with the girls' game. Bertrand started strong but couldn't keep it rolling as they lost 49-21. As mentioned, the Vikings started out on a roll, leading 13-6 after the first eight minutes. Caitlin Evans led the charge for Bertrand with 10 points and a pair of three-pointers. After that, the Vikings went ice cold and the Wolves caught fire. Loomis scored 18 points in the second quarter while holding Bertrand to one, and it was 24-14 at the half. The offense continued to sputter for Bertrand and Loomis, shot it well. Loomis outscored the Vikings 25-7. Bertrand struggled with turnovers, but when they went into their half-court sets, they got good looks, but shots just would not fall. Loomis was led in scoring by Sophia Skimper, and she had 17 points. Bertrand leaned on Caitlin Evans with her 10 points. Ashlyn Edgren had 6, and Olivia Phillips and Brooklyn Evans each had 2. In the boys' game, it was eerily similar to the girls' matchup. The Vikings started very strong but couldn't keep it rolling, falling 47-29. In the first quarter, Bertrand could do no wrong. They led 12-2 going into the second period. J.C. Kerr had a pair of triples in the opening quarter to help get that lead for Bertrand. Unfortunately, he would get injured in the second period. In the second quarter, Loomis did trim the deficit down a little, but still Bertrand was in control. We went to the break at 20-13 in favor of the Vikings. In the third quarter, it was all Loomis, though. They scored 18 points while holding Bertrand to just seven. The three-point line was important for the Wolves. They found the bottom of the net three times from deep. Loomis had a four-point lead going into the final stanza, 31-27. to In the final quarter, Loomis continued their strong offense and defense. They poured in 16 more points, another trio of threes, and held Bertrand to just two points. Loomis was led by Tyson Essex with 17 points on five three-pointers, and Ben Tromke had 12 in the game. J.C. Kerr led Bertrand with nine points. Marcus Hernandez had seven, and Thunder Nelson added six. This RPAC Rundown featured matchup was sponsored by J&J Faithscapes. C+, Dr. Jesse Neal Dental Care, Aurora Cooperative, and First State Bank. We'll take a break, and when we come back, we will visit with Mike Tinas, head coach of the Hitchcock County Girls Basketball Team. You're listening to the RPAC Rundown Podcast.
Here at Corbelli Physical Therapy in Cambridge, our approach and philosophy are simple. Caring physical therapy with exceptional results. You will be treated by our highly qualified caring team dedicated to improving your health and well-being. Good luck to our area athletes from Corbelli Physical Therapy. Cross Diamond Cattle Company, located in Bertrand, is dedicated to raising top-quality Red Angus genetics and providing great customer service. Cross Diamond Cattle Company would like to wish area athletes the best of luck. Coffee, cappuccinos, and breakfast pizza. Just a few great things you can get at C-Plus and Bertrand on your way to work in the mornings. Store hours are 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday through Thursday and 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Convenience Plus, a whole lot more, located in Bertrand. Arapahoe Rehab and Fitness is locally owned and operated, here to serve Arapahoe and the surrounding area. We have a passion for our patients and our community. Gym memberships are available, $15 for individuals, $20 for families. Now joining us on the RPAC Rundown podcast is Mike Tinas, head coach of the Hitchcock County girls basketball team. Before we get into the games itself so far, coach, and also looking ahead, let's look at your team as a whole. You got a fairly young group, but a blend of experience. How have you seen that group work together in terms of practice, kind of getting ready for the season and also the early stages of the season? Uh, you know, it's it's been really good in practice. We got, you know, we have 12 girls total. Um, you know, you talked about different kind of arrays of experience. We have three seniors, um, you know, Katie, Daylin, and Bianca, and they've they've played a lot of minutes throughout their career. And, you know, so they, they've been really good leaders. They show up on time. They work hard. They they push everybody through the drills and, uh, you know, just just do the things that seniors need, need people to do. And then, uh, you know, we got only have two juniors, Jill and Kaya, um, and they're, you know, they're finally, um, getting there where they kind of start to know all the expectations and they understand what's needed to be done in practices and everything. And, you know, then you go to our sophomore group, we got six sophomores and, uh, you know, we, we get some pretty good scrimmages. We had a nice one this morning. Um, we had morning practice and, um, we let them duke it out for a while so that, that it definitely helps with the competition, um, in practice, having that many girls. And, uh, you know, I think we're fairly skilled with that sophomore group and the, uh, the upperclassmen, um, are really pushing those younger ones to get better. And, uh, it, it's just good, good all the way around for us. Now you mentioned Katie Jarecki briefly. She's been leading the team in scoring around 11 points per game thus far. What kind of spark has she provided for your team on the offensive side? Um, the, the last couple of games, she's kind of got out of her slump a little bit. The first, first two games we were shooting, I mean, pretty poorly. And even Arapahoe, we didn't, we didn't have a real good shooting night. Um, but uh, we're, we're kind of coming out of that. She had a real good game against Dundee County. Um, I think she hit four threes. Um, we kind of got out of that, got the the lid off the basket there and uh, started knocking down some shots. But she just, she handles the ball pretty good. Um, she can make right-hand, left-hand layups. She's a really, really, really good free-throw shooter. So when she gets to the line, you know, it's, it's pretty much automatic. And then, uh, you know, once she gets in a little groove from the outside and once she gets her shot down, um, she can be really dangerous out there. So, you know, she she's... She has done a lot from her freshman year till now to develop her game. Um, you know, she's not at her freshman sophomore year. She was basically a catch and spot up shooter. And last year she had to be a little more of a ball handler to help out. And this year she's kind of morphed into the, you know, she can be a, a point guard. She can be a two guard. She can be a three. She can take it to the hole. Um, she just, she, she's really good at helping us control the game. 
Now, your team is 1-3 on this season. Every year, though, for Hitchcock County, those first few games are a gauntlet. You get Cambridge right away, then you go into the Cattle Trail Tournament last week. You lost a pair of games, but you did nab one win. Looking at the tournament as a whole, what were some positive things that you took away from it, Coach? Well, you know, you start off at the Maywood Hay Center game. You know, those girls, are uh, they were undefeated. They're coming in off a nice win over Southwest, um, and they just put constant pressure. Um, I I think biggest thing is our defense. We held them to 43 points. Um, you know, we got up a lot of shots. I think, I think looking back, we shot 57 times, you know, but we only scored 30 points. So, you know, uh, it was there, you know, with a very, I don't want to say winnable game, but you know, if we knock down the shots that we're getting, um, that that's a lot closer game than it is. And we got it, you know, we got it pretty close at a couple times in there. So, uh, you know, we're, we're really close on that. And then the Arapahoe game, we were ahead six, a lot of missed opportunities in the first half, you know, off steals and some fast breaks and just missing some shots. And uh, that, the loss in girl number two, man, she, she came out on fire in the third quarter and hit three threes. And that's something we weren't planning on. So, you know, you just kind of got to kind of go with the flow sometimes. And we just, we could never get, get things going again offensively against Arapahoe. But, uh, you know, we played, like I said, we played Dundee County on Saturday. And, uh, you know, once again, it was kind of a, defensive battle we we about held them to a shutout quarter there which is is always kind of cool when you can do something like that on defense and you know i think we were up eight at halftime and then a third quarter we finally came out and uh you know katie hit some shots reagan hagan hit some shots um i think bianca might even hit a three you know we just started started hitting some of those shots and uh you know our post people maddie carlson asia day lynn and kaya they, they started getting some rebounds a couple offensive boards that helped out so um, you know, we finally, finally got rolling a little bit and, uh, that was kind of a nice, it was a needed win. Um, the girls have been playing good enough to win games. Um, we just needed to get that ball to go in the bucket to show them what we can do. And you have another tough opponent this Thursday, Medicine Valley on the road. What do you expect to see from Derek Bantam's squad? Uh, they're just going to be, be disciplined. You know, they got two really tall girls, big posts that, that play good high, low down there. Um, a couple guards um, that, that handle the ball decently. And then, you know, they got one of the better players in the area in, in the heapy girl. And, uh, you know, you got to know where she's at all the time. She just, she's just smooth. She, she scores when she needs to, she doesn't force stuff. She includes everybody else in the game. Um, but you get to that fourth quarter crunch time. Um, you definitely got to know where she's at. We watched that Arapahoe game with her and, uh, you know, it was, I think it was a three point game going into the fourth quarter. And then, uh, she just starts knocking down some threes, taking it to the hole, and, and all of a sudden they win by 17 points against Arapahoe. So um, they have that ability. So we just got to make sure we, once again, we got to take care of the ball. We got to knock down shots, and uh, we got to play good defense, and, and we're going to be good. Many thanks to Mike Tinas, head coach of the Hitchcock County girls basketball team, for joining us on this week's episode of the RPAC Rundown podcast. We'll take a break, and then it's time to announce the Athletes of the Week, brought to you by First Central Bank. Not every business is fortunate enough to serve the kind of people we do. People who take the time to give us honest, valuable feedback for the purpose of helping their business be its best. People willing to hand over the reins to their financial future simply because they know we can be trusted. To you, our customers, thank you. Your unwavering support lets us confidently say, First Central Bank is here to stay.
First Central Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back. It's time to announce the RPAC Rundown Athletes of the Week brought to you by First Central Bank. Let's plan for tomorrow together. First Central Bank, member FDIC. Our female athlete of the week goes to Skylar Johnson of the Paxton Girls Wrestling Team. She took first at 190 pounds at the Sand Hills Valley Invite. Our male athlete of the week goes to Micah Gerlock of Cambridge. He placed first at the Twin Loop Invite in the 120-pound weight class. Once again, our athletes of the week are brought to you by First Central Bank, member FDIC. That will do it for this episode. As always, go to rpacrundown.com and follow us on social media for all of your RPAC needs. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Evan Jones.